You are listening to The Morning Bliss with Nongululeko Mandula. I say, I say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on The Morning Bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? Welcome to our Dynasty Holiday Edition on The Morning Bliss, SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. If you are tuned in, you are tuned in to the conversations that are being led here on SABC, SAFM. We are leading the conversation in every way. And right now in our Dynasty, we are joined by a dynamic museum curator, Twin Musia. Now, his story is amazing. We've had him on the show before, but we've never really spoken about him as an African art collector, content, African content collector, uh, focusing on, on, on wars and other aspects of who we are as South Africans. Twin is a former mine worker. He's a former gardener. And he's from a small town in the free state. I don't even, I've never even heard of this town, but I'm sure that I will visit it very soon because he's got a museum in the small town. Mama Fube du Pietrastein. That is the name of the small town he's from. Let's welcome our A-team guest, uh, Twin Musia. Twin, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Um, good morning, Nankulileko, and a very good morning to your listeners. And morning, please. And thank you so much for having me again um, on today's show. So you were a former mine worker, a former gardener, <laughs> and now you're a museum creator. How did this all happen? Um, well, um, I don't know where to begin you know, how to explain this, but um, I guess it's a calling. Um, I've always um, I've, I've always been fascinated um, by um, South African history, and also coming um, from a small um, sort of a rural town in Mamafudeni, interesting um, in the Free State. Um, so yes, um, it's been quite a journey um, to 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 be where uh, I am at, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. What a journey. What inspired you to get into um, art creating and opening up a museum? Well, my story began in 2013. Uh, yeah, 10 years ago. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, coincidentally, um, it was December and I was in this mental institution in Bloomfontein, and I was the only patient who was allowed to run you know, to go out for a jog. And on one of my jogs, um, I passed this museum with huge um, letters, um, Anglo-Boer War Museum. And I thought, well, it was and quickly popped in. And then I met a guy uh, by the name of um, Johan van Seyf. Now, Johan is a museum um, scientist, Dr. Johan van Seyf. Now, I started having conversation, and uh, you know, in short, um, I was not happy with what I saw in the war museum. But then he gave me, you know, a word of advice. He said, "Look, um, I know there's something in you. Um, you really need to to go back to your place and uh, you open up a museum that will tell your story. Not to come to the war museum and actually start to dictate or." Um, try to 
uh, question the exhibition or what's going around the museum. And he also gifted me a book um, from Reverend Stowell Kessler, um, who came from Mississippi and settled in Peter in 1994. And he wrote this book, which has become one of my Bibles. It is called The Black Concentration Camp of the Anglo Boer War of 1899 and 1902. Now, what got me involved here, what triggered me here was that. Um, I didn't see much of a mention of uh, blacks or the involvement of the blacks because when the war started in, nine, in 1899, you know, the population in South Africa was about 5 million people and four of whom were blacks, you know, or Africans, I might say so. And, uh, well, yeah, to cut the story short, um, yeah, the rest is history. And, yeah, we now have a, a little museum here in uh, State called Ilanscope Museum. It is named after Local Hill, which was a very important outpost during the Boer War. Uh, even before the Boer War, it has been a local post during the Basutu War, um, when the poor trekkers were, were on, on their uh, track into the interior. But now uh, that's not what um, we, we're going to focus on here. But yeah, I was very happy with, um, you know, uh, how the story had been told, the, the myth and the narrative that this was a white man's war, whereas it involved the whole population of South Africa, including you know, even the animals, horses. So, yeah, that's oh, how I got involved. Wow, wow. It's, it's, it's beautiful that you saw, um, you know, the need to include um, the, the participation of animals and all South Africans in the wars that we've had by creating this museum. Now, this museum is in your own home. Is it correct? Or is it just in your hometown uh, and you run, it, you run it there? Well, uh, I've been running this museum for the past um, eight years, virtually, and most of the contents were uh, um, could be viewed um, virtually. And I had a lot of stuff in my shack, um, yeah, because I was staying in the shack. And uh, the museum was supposed to be housed in this old train station, but, you know, it has been quite a struggle to get this um, uh, approval to get the station, although it is in a dilapidated state. state. Um, but during COVID, you know, after I returned from my overseas trip and we were on this lockdown and, you know, obviously we were threatened, we were not supposed to be at one place all in the same time. And then the idea of uh, an open and museum, you know, came to thought, and we identified this um, 12 hectare space in my community, which was almost turned into a dumping site. And we started working there with a colleague by the name of Timolo Mukulena, who is now our um, museum educator and also an art collector. Now, what we did uh, when everyone was locked up inside their home, we will quickly go out during the normal hours and, uh, you know, have had, we had access to this 12 hectare space, which we could clean, plant trees, and by luck or by pure, I don't know what to call it, it has this little old abattoir, which was built, you know, in 1913. And we turned this little, we started painting this little uh, building and uh, doing this collection in, and uh, when the lockdown was lifted, we started getting people in, and uh, we started also introducing 
uh, local artists or collaborating with other artists to come and provide residences because that's what we realized that during COVID, you know, most of the artists were struggling and I, I, I was also a victim you know, of mental health and that's where um, through my, um, you know, my struggles, uh, that's where I actually um, found my calling, you know, through my, uh, the hardship. So I really know what it means to go through, um, um, you know, adversity and hard times and what this kind of space could actually mean um, to those. And it's not only here in interesting ways now, I, I, I saw the potential. I mean, the, space, the spaces are everywhere. All over, you know, communities. They just need to be um, identified and be turned into something. Um, thank you so much. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful story that you are narrating to us—a reality for us as Africans. Now, talk to us about what's within the museum today. Um, what sort of art um, do you have there? What artifacts, what historical um, relevant things are within the museum? Um, yeah, now, m- most of the people that I get into the museum have never been to a museum, have never been, have never stepped into an art gallery. Um, you know, and most of them um, know that um, these institutions, uh, most of them are exclusive, you know, or they are far, you know, you have to travel to Cape Town to show that to like access an art gallery, or you have to go to the nearest town, Clarence, which they've got art galleries there, but you know, what about uh, a kid in, uh, let's say, in Quilling, you know, Mafasane, who has never stepped into an art gallery? And then when we came here, the first thing that we did was to, like, um, lead them through slowly and so that they can actually understand uh, what's going on. So the first exhibition that we had here was, um, you know, a 20 year exhibition, which we had all, which I had all uh, my awards displayed. And... Uh, some of the stuff, and then the second exhibition was um Tembu, who is from Pueleng, who runs barefoot, um, but he won. He was a sportsman of the year in 2019 uh, for the University of the Free State, and he runs barefoot, and that was like an inspiration for us. Wow, now we can combine uh, sports, arts, heritage, and environment. And now the the the, the current exhibition that we have now. It's curated by Tumelo Mokwena. Um, it's called The History of Photography. Um, because we realize that people come here and we've rescued a lot of photos from that inside. And we started um, having this um, mirror inside the gallery as um, an exhibition just to show the kids. So now the contents here are the stuff that's been collected around that individuals are starting to bring. After coming to the museum, after visiting the museum, and some of the stuff, the stuff that we are rescuing, either from dumping sites, and because that's where I found most of the stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know how I, um, I'm, I'm coming to love dumping sites because we started to turn this place into something that could have been a dumping site. And every time I go to a dumping site, um, I, I come up with something, there's something that I get to pick and bring to the, to the museum, which is all value. And, you know, that's that's um, that's what um, keeps me um, going every day. Um, but uh, we have a certain um, artifact inside 
here, um, we've got their blankets, their hair, and then because of the history of the town, um, we also have artifacts pertaining to the World War, the Anglo World War, which is called the South African War, because we have one of the Britney, the delegates on the Boer side who went to sign the Peace Treaty of Iraq in 1902, very clear in future state. You know, so most of the stuff is also Boer War related, and also it also tells uh, my story as a reenactor because I know I take part in reenactments and I'll dress up, you know, go back in time uh, with a team of reenactors in Bloomington. You know, we'll go to these battle fields and we'll dress up, we'll dress up as Boers, others will dress up as the British, and then obviously blacks were involved. That's why I dress up and we to represent this more than 50,000 men, you know, uh, who, who, uh, who, 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 their story were never told, uh, you know, who also played a vital, you know, role in this war that was not there, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, as we go on um, and learning and collaborating, um, you know, with other museums, we are now bringing, we're looking to bring some more stuff in. But our space is, um, you know, small and like matrix manageable. Um, so for now, currently, we not try to overload. Um, we we just keeping it um, as easy as possible, um, you know, for the locals. But we've had people coming here from um, Germany. Um, I've had visitors from Amsterdam and uh, Brussels, and so it, it's really encouraging. And although we're running this from our own pocket, and uh, you know, um, it's quite a challenge, but the love, you know, the love and and hope and and the belief, and, and you know, and, and the calling and following the calling and, and waking up in at night reading the story, correcting this false narrative, this myth. And you know, seeing these pictures of um, uh, black people, uh, white people in concentration camps, black women and children suffering—you know—it's it's just something else. Um, thank you, um, Nokuli. Mm. It definitely is. Um, it, it 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 should be an experience that is mind blowing. I know that young people, uh, school groups, love coming to your uh, museum. What is it that they take out from it, and how do you merge uh, the basic education that they get in in uh, you know the lessons of history and so on with what they're seeing within the museum? Um, I am very fortunate to be working with um, few schools in my community, and although some are very reluctant to actually bring the kids, you know, museums are now new. There's a new museum in town, and but yeah, I'm you know, kids are curious, and uh, you know, at first time I'm coming to the museum, you'll have to answer a lot of questions, uh, which is something I love, and uh, you know seeing them coming again and again and also, you know, if they are we are helping them out with their homework and they are starting to um pick up litter, they are starting to respect the environment and they are starting to take interest in what's going on locally in, in, in their community 
and you know we just inspire also a a a new generation of um um of, of South Africans who are very positive, you know, because um um history can also be you know something else. You start talking about the South African world, and someone will uh, you know will raise up the land issue, someone will raise up corruption, someone will whatever issues, but what we teach in the show is that this is South African history, it is their history, they can never erase it, but what they can do is that um, they can learn from the past and it will build, um, you know, a beautiful culture, and that's what's needed, you know, we need to give them hope that even at these times, even when you're having challenges like um, high numbers of HIV and AIDS, um, Unemployment, you know, bad roads, and and but they, they still hope, and they are the hope. Um, thank you, um, Patricia. And uh, again, we are getting really emotional here, but yeah, you know, I just lost my daughter eight months ago. No, no, eight, eight, who was eight years, but yeah, I lost her eight months ago. Oh. Now, you know, she loves planting trees, she loves flowers. Now, every time we planting trees and I see these kids coming here, you know, it's just something else. Um, I'm, I'm truly honored. So I know I'm at the right place and at this time. Although I feel I haven't fully reached where I needed to be, but I am at the right place and I'm happy to be contributing to, you know, to, to South Africa at this moment in, in, uh, in, in my way. Oh, condolences to you and your family on your loss. And uh, thank you for using your pain to continue to speak of the greatness of who we are as South Africans and as Africans. Let's take a bit of a break, Twin, and we'll be back after this. Um, thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you. Welcome back to The Morning Bliss uh, with me, Nongululek Omantula. Our guest on our dynasty is Twin Musia, who's a museum curator, taken his pain um, and his hunger for the knowledge of our history as South Africans and uh, used it positively to uh, create this great museum in a small town in the Free State. Opened it up for the public and young people to gain knowledge. Love what he's sharing with us. And I believe this is where we need to go as Africans, start telling our own stories. Twin, uh, thank you for staying with us. Now, starting this museum from scratch and also using um, the environment uh, to speak of who we are as Africans by planting trees is not a small feat. It's not, it's, it's not something that can be ignored. Uh, you say that you funded yourself. Um, what support would you need to make this museum big and also to give more of the knowledge that you've gained around African or South African wars to the rest of the continent? Um, thank you, Patricia. Uh, well, uh, yes, for the past 10 years, as you can imagine, you know, um, you don't get uh, plenty of Africans or black people who, um, who have museums or who have started museums. And, you know, the idea of a museum also to, to, to an African or to a black person is also um, different. And, uh, yes, um, you know, it, it was quite a challenge, but um, I was very fortunate to have support from uh, people or and organizations. You know, um, if I might mention them, 
the war museum and in Bluefontein, and uh, I went to the Lana Museum where I stayed for a week or two. And you know, individuals such as also Mr. Heinek, and there are quite a few people who actually um, held my hand. And uh, you know, even when times were tough, and I must say, they will say, "Look, um, here is a hundred grand that we can share." Uh, you know, if you pass him down to Cape Town, here's a place to stay, you know, and uh, that's how I really got to hang on. And also, Johan did, uh, did tell me that um, it's going to be quite a lonely world. <laughs> now I believe in him. Uh, but yes, um, our wish here, you know, was that um, our local municipality as well as the government will actually support this project because... Um, We've, we've got like 14 awards in here, you know, national awards. Like I've been overseas quite a few times. And, uh, you know, just to go and uh, get knowledge, you know, and uh, I had to apply to get through these um, um, training programs or, you know, cultural programs where I got to meet um, people, other people, um, and learn a lot. Yeah? And actually bring this back this small town actually say, look, nothing is happening here, but um, there's something that we can do. There's something really, there's a story that we can tell, uh, you know. So that's the, my, my biggest wish um, is to actually get the government involved or maybe someone who, you know, um, a donor or someone who has got interest, you know. Um, yeah, people, also people who are looking maybe to donate their artifacts, you know, they are more than welcome. And uh, because also what we realized was that um, we really, really also need to like um, put our focus on funding. Uh, we thought, but let's use, let's use what we have. And for example, like, um, you know, um, Reno, um, recycling um, stuff that has been thrown away into building, you know, some, some, um, artwork around the park, you know, our paving, um, and so forth. And, you know, also going and picking up all these plants that people are throwing at the, you know, everywhere in the township, you get this corner that's been turned into a dumping site. And you go, no, 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 this is not going to work. How about turning this, uh, you know, dumping site into something else? And now our garden is beautiful, you know, our, our medium ground is coming beautiful because flowers so we thought let let us you know teach others that even if you are struggling there's something you can do uh, you know, and i'm glad that also we didn't get funding then because maybe we would have end up like many other people who, who got an opportunity for funding and they had misused it because i i feel like um i was in the right state uh, of, of, of mind at the time I had the, uh, the right experience, right people around me, uh, you know. But for now, I know this is what I want to do. Even if I don't get funding, uh, you know, this is what I'm doing, and I'm going to do it, you know. And I'm, I'm very positive, and it's working. I am happy. As long as I get kids coming in here, 20 kids coming in here, and you know, to learn, to borrow books from our library, you know, that makes me happy. Uh, if someone donates, um, their 
paint after painting their home or after doing some artwork in Joburg, you know, I'm really grateful uh, for that. And that's been that, that's what has been keeping us going. And uh, we are happy. We are happy. Thank you. So the museum also has a library. I love that. I love that. Um, all donations must start coming in with books and uh, arts so that this museum in the free state, a small town in the free state, can be able to uh, grow and uh, help in uh, cultivating the history of who we are as Africans. How do people get in touch with you at the museum for donations or even if they are coming to visit the free state to come and patronize and and see the museum? Uh, well, Patricia, um, we are located in a, in a place of Spain, that's Mama Fidelity. That's on your way to Bethlehem or um, Clarence from Zobek. Um On Facebook and social media, my name is Twin Musia. And from there on, they can follow where I'm working, which is um, Landscape Museum. They can actually like the museum page. And they can get in contact. I think one of the admins will get back um, to them. We're looking um, to collaborate, and we are offering guided tours. Um, we've got a canoe class. Uh, we've got a library because we are collecting most of the book also from dumping sites. And you know, it's, yeah, what we do here is, is really different. And and yeah, we really like people could visit us, and you know actually to empower instead of um, donating. And we really love people to come and see what we are doing and really get inspired uh, instead of um, hearing this beautiful story, a moving story, or a sort of emotional story on radio. And they start, um, uh, you know, putting their money in. So I actually recommend that please come down and see what's going down here, what, we do, what, what we're going through here and... Uh, what we're working on. And um, thank you so much, Nankulu um, Deko, for the opportunity again. Thank you so, so very much for doing the work that you are doing. More strength to your bow. When I am in the Free State, I'll make sure that I do come and uh, see what you are doing at the museum. That was uh, Twin Musia from being a mine worker to a gardener and now a museum curator. Mm -hmm.